Hey listener, this is Ralph from Beer, Blood, and the Bayou, reminding you that if you love our podcast, please rate and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Classmates.com, or wherever you consume our show. We also want to remind you that if you have any questions, comments, or would like to unload on our latest podcast, please call us at 405-806-0476 or write us at listener at beerbloodbayou.com. Thanks. Beer, Blood, and the Bayou contains adult language, graphic descriptions of delicious hop treats, and real crimes perpetrated in and around the greater Houston metropolitan area. Viewer discretion is advised. Bitches. So this is it. Hey, everybody. We're back. Big wow. stuff in the pipelines. Yeah, no. Big, big stuff. For me. I'm going to really? unveil it in a couple of shows. What is that? We were talking about it earlier. <laughs> it's going to be like an hour portion of the show. Okay. Yeah. Big money maker. Yeah. Yeah. We'll I'm talk excited. about it later. Well, weird. last week, uh, Brower was pushing something he was doing, so I'm pushing mine. Oh, okay. That's right. I got a new secret project that I'm about but to announce. But mine is going to be super cooler. Yours is secreter. And so you had... It's going to be so secret, no one's going to be the, the bottom line is, I think we're all three working on secret projects that are mm. eventually going to separate us from this show. Yeah. Sooner than later. Yeah, let's just scratch this fucking boat. No, 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 no. This let's is the... Let's run it into the... No, no, this is the nucleus. Mm. Nuclei. This, yeah. is, uh, this is where, we, where everything is, is hubbed from. Mm. I doubt uh, it, though. You guys, uh, I've been carrying you guys long enough. Whoa. Yeah. At some point, you got to go you off You know own. it. Whoa. I know it. Rude. Our listener knows it. Really rude. <clears throat> this is Beer Blood in the Bayou. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody. Josh James over there. Say hi. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, Ray Brower. Say hi. Hello. I'm Ray. I'm yeah. here to stay. I love Fruity Pebbles in a major way. Mm. And this is uh, Ralph Sweetwater. Hi, Ralph. I always have to introduce myself. It's I feel really, much, it's really I'm feeling much better. I've been... Uh, under the weather really the last two weeks so you hold on real quick mm-hmm. we talked for about an hour last week about your flu and no 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 that was not me that was the other household member i know but oh so you got it now no 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 i had a uh, some stomach issue i thought i was gonna have a to stomach issue uh everyone in my family has had their gallbladder taken out hold on can i stop you right there it yeah, just yeah. seems like you have all sorts of ailments. It's, like, this was, is like the fifth or okay, sixth Okay, so time. that was actually not me. I know, but, but I'm just saying in general. It seems like you're always well, having let problems. Let me get to the story. Okay, go so, ahead. So, major stomach issues, and I didn't know what was going on. I was kind of freaking out that it's my turn to get my gallbladder taken out. Yeah. And go to the doctor. He asked me, what? He goes, I need you to tell me what you put in your mouth all day long. Ugh last week and i immediately thought of you ralph because it's cool <laughs> but um oh that, that was that was really offensive and i told him when i was eating mm-hmm. and he's like okay and i'm i was chewing gum when i was there and, and yeah and he's like you chew a lot of gum i'm like that's weird yeah and he's like he's like i'm a nervous guy i go yeah but it's sugar free and he's like huh, how much and i go I, I don't know almost all day long i mean when i get home i'll probably chew some gum and he's like yeah do you there, really there's your i it's it got to the point to where when I would do my uh, gro- grocery order, H-E-B curbside, yeah. no plug, 
intended. <laughs> but I would order like the icebreaker cinnamon, like a six pack of them to mm-hmm. be put in my order. Good God. I didn't realize how much I was chewing gum. And that was the problem. This is, wait, what was, that's why I was diagnosed with chewing too much gum. <laughs> and if you look it up, I shit you not. It's sure it's enough. Thing, I, right? I looked it up and it's like sugar free gum in excess causes major stomach problems. Wow. Who knew? And I stopped and it was like, you're fine. Um, it was like a light switch. Wow. How much gum do you have to chew that it causes you to go to the hospital? I wasn't yeah, in the hospital. Really I was like, you, what, you went to a doctor office, doctor's office. There was a uh, red cross somewhere out there. <laughs> on the truck, on the green army truck outside. Yeah, so so I was diagnosed with too much gum. You chewed yourself to a uh, to a procedure or to a uh, examination. Yeah, yeah, that's really weird. Well, have you heard of that before? This no. is this is similar, but it wasn't really a medical procedure. I was uh, I did something for the first I did something for the first time today ever. I sneezed while I was brushing my teeth. <laughs> you did, uh. yeah. Fucking like <laughs> shotgun blasts all over the mirror. I was oh, like, that's oh, when you walk crap. out and don't clean it. You don't clean that. Uh, no, I did. I scrubbed it. But yeah, I was like, oh, how does this even happen? And then same time, my hands were wet. My wedding ring slipped off and like fell in the sink. I was like trying to grab oh, shit, it before oh, it went in the drain. Yeah, I was like, what the hell is going mm. on this morning? I woke up the other night. Wedding ring was nowhere to be found. Wife was so fucking pissed. She's like, where is it? And sometimes, like I. I don't know. I've been not sleeping great lately. I've had a lot of my mind, um, lots of stress, mm-hmm. and I woke up and I didn't have it. And then I found it in between the couch cushions. But thank God, um, that's the story. What do you, so, you have to look at me speaking like of wedding ring? rings, the um, you still have your promise ring. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the I spent a decent amount of money on the old engagement ring, so I jokingly uh, have sent uh, Ashley some pictures of a ring that the I bill. want and it's like a men's <laughs> ring made of like Fabergé egg pieces and stuff because yeah. like $20,000. Why would you just get my think my, my ring costs less than 30 bucks because I've lost one already. Oh, I don't care. I was, I was a joke. I oh, mean, okay. I, I'm probably just going to get a tattoo of her name in Old English on my finger. You have a fancy one, don't you, Ralph? What? Fancy wow, ring. what is a that? Ring? Yeah. It's titanium, dude. Mine's it's not really. It's, I think it's like 40 bucks maybe. My, yeah, what I is think, yours? Is that tungsten? No, it is uh, tungsten carbide. No, it's dragon glass. Is it really? No. <laughs> what is it? What is it really though? <laughs> it's, uh, obsidian. Yeah. And, uh, it's made God, from you're so glass. wealthy. Y'all are so wealthy. Fucking no, hate. it's tungsten carbide. Is it really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's chip. We got a friend. Who, you know, we got that. a we got a friend who's got. I think he's got like a inventory of twenty of them because he loses them so much. Really? Yeah. That one guy. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting a uh, like a friendship bracelet material. Just the yeah. little things you. So together. Uh, uh, architect came to a job site yesterday, a day before yesterday, and uh, he had a, uh, a tattoo around his finger, which I've seen that before. That's, that's, that's what I want to The guy did not look like a guy who would get a tattoo. It looked more like Bernie Sanders. I mean, he looked like fucking <laughs> Larry Sa- looked like a, a piss poor version of So he was Larry really David, loud? Larry Sanders. Huh? Really loud? No. Bernie he had Sanders. Like, I'm tired of hearing about the goddamn emails. Oh, really? Is that what he said? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I did ask him for, for an email, which I felt no, kind of okay. funny doing. Hmm. Anyway, anyway, no and, and healthcare for all. Hey, so I woke up at uh four thirty this morning, could not go back to sleep, and I'm sitting downstairs and I'm watching like this twenty twenty like special on YouTube, true crime, and mm-hmm. they break it up into like ten minute segments. So I hate like, that. Yeah, so there's like seven parts to it, right. or whatever, right? Sixty commercials. So I go through like, and so what they do is they just keep saying like this guy like he had a gambling problem, right? And they they spent like two segments talking about this guy's gambling problem interviewing everybody about his gambling problem and they just fucking said the same thing over and over again they would show the vegas montage over and over again the same vegas montage 
and they would have like these fuzzy actors in the background. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, can we get to the fucking point, right? So I suffer through all of this shit, right? To find out what, you know, what's, what's going on, what's happening, why did this guy disappear, what's going on? And then there is no, like the final episode. Like, like, we don't know either. No, 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 like episode eight. It's not on fucking YouTube. So now I'm just sitting here, like, with no fucking closure whatsoever. Did they find then it? I had, no, then I had to fucking look up this, like, shitty, like, sheriff's office video, and they, like, recapped the entire thing in ten minutes. And I'm like, why the fuck do these networks draw this shit out so... I mean, I know I know why, right? I, advertising, dollars, and that sort of thing, but... Yeah, most of the time you hope that you don't notice that kind of stuff, but when they have to repeat it and then, like, catch you back up and bring you back from commercial and, you know, it, it's like... It, oh, yeah, the it, recaps are fucking yeah. horrible. Yeah. God. Anyhow, that's what happened. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna tell you guys like what the case was because I don't want to give these motherfuckers any more views. All right, I'm upset. So what else is going on? What'd you guys do uh, yesterday? Super Bowl is tomorrow. Oh yeah, Super Bowl is tomorrow. Who's your money on? Probably Chief. No way. Uh, it's gonna be the 49ers. Really? Gotta be. Yeah. Do you guys really care? Let me no. ask you a question. Do you guys no. give a fuck at all? I took off all last week to get ready for it. Did you? Push-ups, yeah. uh, <laughs> practice cooking. Yeah, I just i I do not care about a sport where I have no vested interest. Whatsoever. I used to care a lot more. Yeah, about football. Now the party and the gatherings—that's fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like I bought a hundred and thirty dollar brisket to cook tomorrow for the Super Bowl. Are you having people over? Uh, we're having like a block party, man. We're all like going to be like. I think it's safe oh, to say. Give me a fuck. I know the no, list. You come over. Come I know over. your list of people coming over, and yeah. I'm pretty safe to say that. The first thing all of them are going to say when they show up to your Super Bowl party is, who is in the Super Bowl this year? Yeah. That's okay. But, um, hey, is that that critical mass? Is that what you're looking at there? No. No? Sorry. Brower's mindlessly mindlessly, um, going down Facebook or scrolling through Facebook and not paying attention to the (laughs) podcast. But, hey, you know what? Can we talk about this real quick? Yeah, what is this? Fuck these fucking guys. Okay, so critical mass, right? So, basically, all these bicyclers, they get together and they go through Houston, right? So it started off just like with maybe a hundred of them. Mm-hmm. Now it's thousands, right? right? And so what they do is they completely block intersections. People can't get around them. And so they're just going for like an hour, right? The wife last night was coming somewhere to pick me up and uh, she got caught behind these people. Oh, she's still driving an Uber? Or? Yeah, she is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. anyhow, but so look at this guy. So, we're, so now Brower's got a video pulled up and it looks like it is a concerned citizen spraying of garden hose at these kids but yeah fuck these people man i, I cannot I, well, I think what, it was to bring they, awareness right to cyclists no at first. no they do it every month right so at, at some point i think what's going to happen it's probably going to be there's going to be an ordinance against it it's going to be illegal they're going to have to bring out riot gear tear gas who are these people and why are they doing this it's fuck, just cyclists in fucking, town just fucking kids dude they, they usually go from like brewery to brewery yeah they're and, usually drunk and then they go in they go in they get you know, they have a couple of drinks and they move on to the next place. We did a photo shoot at that one brewery. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And they showed up there. Remember that? That's right. Uh, and they yeah. took over the, that. We were there and we had the place to ourselves almost. Yeah. And then service just went to shit instantly because they couldn't keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was a hundred people who showed up right. all on bikes. And I mean, it's kind of cool to look at, I guess. But if you are caught behind that, it is a motherfucker. Anyhow, I bet you there's a lot of people here listening to Critical Mass. I mean, sorry, that I thought it was to bring awareness to cyclists, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Hey, can I gotta tell you all something we should you should you should both do. What? Revisit some comedies from uh uh when you were kids that you watched. When's the last time you watched Naked Gun movies? It's been a while. Are they like 
Ten times funnier? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. well, O.J. Simpson's in him. No, 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 no. Because Leslie Nielsen's in him. Yeah, of uh, course. Yeah, there was a scene where Leslie Nielsen's uh, talking to Priscilla Presley, and she says, oh, yes, he was Caucasian. He says, Caucasian? And she says, yeah, white male, mustache, about six foot three. And he says, that's an awfully big mustache. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did. It's like slapstick comedy. No, like, it's, not, it's not even it's slapstick. Like one, well, that's, like, a lot of, like, that's the genre. No, yeah. like a lot of one-liners. And yeah, like, yeah, like an airplane. Too, yeah, no, like, like he, he was at a presidential dinner, and he's being honored. And he's like, he uh, he's killed over a thousand drug dealers. <laughs> and he stands up and says, no, 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 no. The last two I backed over with my car. <laughs> Turns out they were drug dealers, though, thankfully. <laughs> no, it's good. You uh, know, I did watch the other day, uh, Dirt, Bike, <laughs> Dirt Bike Kid. You guys ever watch that? No. Yeah, Peter weird. Billingsley, the kid who uh, played Ralphie from um, Christmas Story. <clears throat> yeah. It was horrible. Ah, I've never heard that. I followed his whole entire career. You did. Really. <laughs> no. Actually, you know he's like a, he's like a big shot producer in Hollywood now, right? Oh, thank God. He got behind the camera. Behind the camera. Most of them oh. do. Like the youngest Brady boy. <laughs> yeah, time was not his friend. Who the youngest? What's his Bobby. name? Bobby. Oh yeah, didn't he? Like he he's was a on cameraman. A, not, is he really? Uh, not a director. He's not directing. Oh no, no, no. He is a camera person. Really? Yeah. Oh. He's holding. He's holding the gear. He's not even behind. Cleaning the gear. lenses. Can't even use the camera. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. All right. So you guys ready for the beer today? Yes. yes. Let's do it. What okay. Here we go. Brower, what does the can say? It says, "I would drink me." Now, what do you think about the can? So let's just let's just start. All there. right. Well, okay, what, do you, so, what, do you, what are you getting from the can? Oh, by the way, this is "I would drink me" from Sigma Brewing, Houston, Texas. Go ahead. Interesting. Okay. So I used to think can art was pretty stupid. Yeah. And then I realized how how you well, were stupid. Yeah. That and I realized how well Parrish used can art. Yeah. So I have been studying can art a little more. Yeah. And I got to say, I don't hate this. Yeah. I kind of like it. So um, I'm assuming. You oh, are, whoa, whoa, whoa. Look I'm, at the. Uh, I'm assuming. You, you see the necklace? What's, on the ne- what's on there? That is the. Um, that is the. Uh, that is the representation of a, of a female form from like. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. You've Norse got God or something. Oh, really? Yeah, I wish yeah. I could get in on this conversation. So, so yeah. smart. Oh, okay. I forget what that is. But, <laughs> yeah, look at that. Yeah, so you like the can art, right? Yeah, yeah, I actually do. And the reference, what does the reference remind you of? That is Buddha uh, or something. That is the Silence of the Lambs. Hey, could you do your, um, sorry for everybody real quick. Oh, yeah. You have a really, really good Buffalo Bill impression. Would you mind? Just doing it. Was he a great big fat person? You use my phone. What does Morgan Freeman think about this? Hey, can you, no, no. Do the basket. Yeah. Oh wait! No, 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 no! Oh, you want to do it too? Yeah. It's what? Yeah, my, the my, basket's too much. My favorite part too is whenever, whenever she asks to use his phone, he's like, "You can use my phone." <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then he lets all the cards slip out of his fingers, and he shows her. Yeah, I know. It's so it's so creepy. Okay, so uh, yeah, so I, I was at Sigma last night. Super cool guys. Um, my uh, my nephew was out there cooking pizza, and I haven't been out there in a while. Oh, they, they, you fired up old fire pizza Fire again? pizza, that's right, yeah. Oh, finally. Anyhow, I've been out there in a long time. They make really good beer. They've had a lot of really, really good stuff come out lately. So, um, yeah, I thought it'd be nice if we reviewed this today. So, wait, this is a... What, I'm, I'm sorry, is this a... In, All right, so it's called Nipa? I Would Drink Me. It's hopped exclusively with uh, Sabro and Experimental Hop HBC 472. I have no, I, I don't know anything about HBC four. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. Ugh, this foray of mine into uh, into the wonderful world of craft beer has right. been nothing but a wonderful journey and adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I will say that even with all that, I was uh, scared of hazy beards. Yeah. Obviously, I do not believe that those are as intimidating as they once were to me. Right. And I really, really have enjoyed several different hazy beers, a lot of uh, Nipas, and I'm uh, looking forward to this, even though this is a double IPA. Yeah, double IPA. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, so um, I'll tell you what, man. Yeah, the Nipa thing is kind of somewhat run its course a little no, bit. No, it hasn't. You don't think so? Ghost in the Machine is rocking and rolling. I know you love Ghost in the Machine, right? That's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but every now and then I'll... So oh, I had, Wicked Fox, too. Oh, oh my God. Fox. From Bearded Fox. Um, so I had this last night. I thought it was fucking amazing. So, you know, Sabro, it's a, it's a, I mean, uh, Sabro is like a really unique hop. That's Roman. It's notable with, with fruit and citrus. But the biggest thing is you get this like tangerine and kind of coconut type taste. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's a lot different than a lot of New England IPAs you would taste. I've seen other New England IPAs. They have it, but it's, uh, it's pretty tasty. So go ahead and, uh, Give her a whirl. Here we go. Oh. Oh. There you go. I already smell the uh, the uh, citrus flowers. Citrus flowers. That's right. The flowers gross. Mm, It looks very grapefruit juicy. Yep. As I pour it down and out. So I was going to bring the drink this time, and you shot me down. I know, because I wanted to do this. Because no one likes Santos. I know. I know. No, 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 no. Yeah. This was... What were you going to bring? You want to you say that real quick? Uh, well, you want me to give a shout-out to the place? I mean, you don't have no. to. No. It'll it be time. a surprise. Okay, fine. It was a liquor, remember? Oh, okay. That's right. But we're it was a local. Liquor. But it's, it's right. worth it. But we digress. Okay, so let's take a look. So what do we see? We see it's it's a hazy, right? So you, you know you yeah. can't see through it. IPA. Little bit, like uh, it. Little bit of carb. Actually, a good amount of carb, right? So you see bubbles still. Yeah, it looks um, good. All right, let's give it a smell. Very ipa I smell... It's, it smells a lot like juice, like straight up orange juice, what I get. Yeah. No a little head. bit of citrus. A little, oh, little, oh, yeah, like the... Uh, I mean, I'm telling you, man. Almost I, like a natural it smells grapefruit like, squeezed sort of... Um, yeah. I that, smell uh, straight Tropicana orange juice, man. Pass me that piece of paper of what I'm supposed to say. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Any I get okay, so let's go. Let's do it. Cheers. Let's do it. Here we go, girls. It's oh, always a difficult one. All right, cheers. Not bad. It's an good, IPA? Huh? Yeah, it's a double IPA. Wow, yeah, it feels like it's an IPA. I gotta be honest, and I'm not making this up. That's yeah. drinkable for that's, an I, I'm not an IPA tasty. guy at all. Yeah, and, it's and eight, I would drink that. And it's eight percent. That will fucking blow yeah, your socks off. You know, it feels like I'm, uh, like I'm getting drunk and all my vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's good, uh, but cool, man. Yeah, so that's the beer. Yeah, so they they've been that's releasing not bad at some, all. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good, man. They've been releasing some really good stuff lately. They've been getting a lot of, um, actually, national press um, from some of their New England IPAs and some other stuff they've been releasing. What type of IPA is Yellow Rose? Uh, it's a smash, man. It's uh, so that's why I don't like it as much as the New England because it's a little more. Know. Is it more fruity for New England? Does um, that matter? Or am I just trying to be? No, cool? I mean it depends on like you know the hop profile. They use like whole cone hops out there. So smash, should we pause it so you can do some research? Yeah. So smash it means a single malt, single hop, right? So like this, this there's a variety of different hops, and the hop bill obviously affects you know not only the aroma and the taste, but you know, yeast has also has a really big a big factor on how the beer tastes. So, uh, but yeah. That's uh, that's that's what's going down. That's really good. I'm. Yeah, cool. uh, it I'm, is good. Yeah. Cool. Impressed. Yep. So uh, very rarely impressed by an IPA. Bro, bro, what, are you, what are you holding there, by the way? Oh, um, really cool. Uh, a, a fan of our show um, donated or made these really awesome uh, beer bottle openers. They're wood paneled on both sides. 
and he burned in our our amazing uh little logo here for beer blood in the bayou that's right yeah southern drinking club very yeah. impressed man yeah. this is a great work craftsmanship and uh i'm very very much appreciated it's in your pocket like a credit card yeah. that's right in your wallet yeah, yeah i'll be i can't wait to show this off because yeah. now we look like the really like, holy le- like legit right this will get us into like south by southwest yep first we get this then we get the khakis yeah <laughs> windbreakers so i went over to uh southern drinking club mm-hmm. um yesterday actually and uh the guy jeremy jordan guy who owns it it's just like a woodworking shop oh jj <laughs> jj <laughs> y'all go way back there, yeah but no, man, we uh, we were out there. He had an event at St. Arnold, so he was he was doing some stuff for them. And um, he's like, uh, yeah, man, band on the show. And he made one of these first. And I was like, shit, these other guys are probably going to want one. So I uh, strong-armed him into making you guys one. But uh, What really happened is he walked up to you yeah. and he whispered, you know I do wood. Yeah, <laughs> but no, man, super cool guy. We we uh, shared a pumpkinator. And uh, I just watched in awe. It's like, you know, he's got this, you know, this printer that's, um, that's laser, not laser printer, but like a laser burner. And you know it's like it's like watching a child being born, you know, without all the uh, gore. Gore, yeah. So um, that's got <laughs> a great the, the description. Test, the it's test print he, analogy. The test print he did. You're watching it in slow motion or whatever, and it's like yeah. a mural of him naked. And you're like, what is he? What is this printing? Yeah. And he's like, what do you think? And you're like, oh well. Um, Whoops! I didn't know those were right. well, <laughs> the wrong picture set. Anyhow, so he uh, yeah, so he made this, and uh, he's over, he's over on Wakefield. He's over on Wakefield, not not next to uh to Caddy Corner. You guys know Caddy Corner, that bar? No. It's a Where's fine that? it's a fine Wakefield establishment. But they're it's the same street that Great Heights is on, that Petrol's on. And wait, uh, it's wait, got a little wait, wood shop over is there. Caddy Corner is that new or is that old? It's is that old. It's old school. Okay, yeah, so we've been there. Can I do yeah. a shout out for a, a local place that I got a shout out inadvertently from? Yeah. One, yeah, so anyhow, I just want to thank Let's Jeremy. Let's just shout out the whole episode. Yeah, I just want to I would just want to say uh thanks, Jeremy. This was really cool and we uh Definitely dig what you're uh, what you're putting down. So uh, thanks a lot. Thanks, bro. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, Josh. So, you wanted- yeah. So I was at um, Mighty Burger the other day picking up a to go order, which is a flashback to the '60s when you're inside the restaurant. And I got three guys walked in, and they had their work shirts on that said Twisted Metal, which is the place across the street. Yeah. And they always have like really cool stuff outside, like these badass like Jeep, and you know, it's like a American Choppers kind of thing. And I asked him, out of curiosity, I go, hey, what do y'all build over there? And he's like, stuff with metal. Yeah. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and that's I, it. Yeah, that was it. I that's was the like, whole story. Yeah. That's kind I, of, I thought I would, that's I would mind, get some, mind blowing. So you got bored, so you just had to share some of that boredom? <laughs> yeah. I, I just Thank thought you. It, I don't know. I thought he would, uh, <laughs> I would do a shout out to a place that wouldn't even shout their own self out. So hold on. Are they, but question, are they, are they going to make us anything or no? We can ask them, I guess. Oh. But I mean, it's. It's pretty open-ended of what they can make. It's just anything with metal. So mm. I was kind of hoping for a little bit of a Discovery Channel uh, example of what they all did over there while he was yeah. waiting on his food, and he did not want to tell me. Mm. So Probably broadswords, mostly. It probably is. Yeah. Chainmail. Cool. Medieval. All right. So you guys ready to head into the blood section? Absolutely. Looks like I'm doing the blood. Looks like I'm carrying this entire cast today. Yeah. So, all right, we will be join the club. We'll be right back. back after this. Yes. And we're back. Hey, everybody, we're back. And you know what? 
Whataburger, you can just take it back, Chicago. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, uh, I, someone, real quick, okay, I met ahead. a guy at a bar that finally, told me. Finally, yeah, here we go. That told me <laughs> that he will not eat Whataburger because they sold out to that conglomerate or whatever. Who was that? Who, who did you, who did you meet? Super nice guy. Yeah. Well, Sebastian. Sebastian. No, I'm joking. Um, but you didn't meet But here's my Sebastian. thing. I mean, yeah. you build a business to sell a business. You can't hold it against them. No, no, no you're I right. don't. You no. can't. You can't. But you cannot preach your Texas roots and then sell it. Not yeah, anymore. You because can. then you, yeah, exactly. So I mean, it doesn't really matter where it came from. Now they want to take yeah. it na- uh, probably international. Right. It's not. So. Yeah. So it's 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 not taking money. That's the bad thing. Everybody's a capitalist at heart. It's who you take money from. That's well, right. all I'm saying is I went to In and Out for the first time. Yeah. This past summer and. I was no pun intended in and out of that place because it was disgusting, and everyone thinks it is the shit. Like, Which one? I like it. I like it. I like it. The in one in New Braunfels. Now yeah. there's one in Cyprus. Now actually, no, there's one in Katy. Yeah, they've made their way uh, out here. I, haven't, I didn't like it. it was I like just, it. I'll, it was I'll stop. for ridiculous. It yeah, I think it's okay. Well, I went to in out on the coast. Oh, did you? <laughs> much better. Oh wow, look at you. It's like yeah. drinking a Heineken mm. at the at the plant. Yeah, much better taste. Yeah. All right. So you guys ready to get into this? Yeah. Do it. Take okay. So I got a text. I got a text late last night. I was about seven or eight IPAs in. Set. No, no, no. Nudie. No, no. I got a text from you saying, "Hey, can you? If we're going to record tomorrow, can can you handle the blood section? Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? I was very curious if you were going to be able to do it because of your skills. Set. Okay. Yeah. And so, your alcoholism. So just <laughs> thank you. So just to recap, you're like, here, we got to go home, honey. Get the kid. We got to the brewery. Just to recap here, I put this together in just a few hours. Okay, oh, there we go. But the good news is, I've gotten much faster too. The good news is, and the guy can't wait to read this because it's just it makes me feel just real. You're going to see what I'm talking about, Josh James. Here we go. So we got a letter um, in our from our Instagram account, Beer Blood in the Bayou at Gmail dot com. Okay, which I need real quick. I need to update. Stop the, for a second. Hold okay. on. Hold on. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. You know where I'm going. <laughs> you know, no, no. You know where I'm going. Okay. So I got a note from uh, Jennifer Ochoa. Okay. Okay. So here it is. Howdy neighbors from Oak Forest. Hey, she lives in the neighborhood. Uh, your podcast mentions listener at beerblendthebayou.com. Yeah. But my email to that address bounced back. Hmm. I'm just looking at that right now. Just notice this one under the description. So hopefully it makes it. Now, Josh James, you want to you address this real quick? I'm doing it. I'm on GoDaddy so right now. Who everybody. Is, who, our host. So everybody, um, that's an issue. Josh is responsible for our website. I don't even know people go to websites anymore, but he's responsible for it. And God even knows how many emails we've lost. So thanks a lot. I got to call customer service. Right Rower, do you have anything to say? I'm disappointed in you, Josh, and this will come up in your review. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to be down in the basement with the red stapler? I want to tell you that uh, you can get through this, but uh, right now, it doesn't look good. Okay. Yeah, I know. All right. Anyhow, so, so I'm Jennifer, that right Jen- now. Jennifer kindly pointed that out, but what's even above and beyond this is sent me down this ah. huge fucking Sorry. rabbit hole. You okay? Drop my magic. Sent me down this huge rabbit hole, and if I can just get Brower to stop scrolling on Facebook, and so maybe he can interact. I am a, cleaning okay. up my storage bins. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> all right, so uh, Jennifer says, wanted to point out, uh, point you, uh, wanted to point you to a Houston murder with some creepy circumstances by Jonathan David Drew. 
in the Clear Lake area in 1998. He's serving a life sentence for the kidnapping, rape, and murder of Tina Flood, but he was a serial rapist, and many think she was not his first murder. Beyond the story, there are two things that fascinate the hell out of me. He lived with my uh, he lived with his parents off of a popular part of Houston Killing Fields. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? Calder. Calder Did you Road. Hear that? Yeah. Calder Road. Is that what she said? Yeah. I knew that. Yep. Calder Road. Um, maybe just a coincidence. And a search of his home found a vial of human teeth. What? Whose teeth? Three question marks. Thanks, Jennifer. They never got answered, from what I can tell. All right. So there's very little online about it, but this case file. On his appeal is a very detailed description. I'm going to go into that. Um, there's also some interesting discussions on Web Sleuth. People who knew him were one of his victims. And a few miscellaneous blog posts uh, with theories about him possibly contributing to the killing fields. Hmm. Personal connection. He went to my high school, Clear Lake, and graduated a year after me. I didn't know him, but my younger sister met him through high school. Nothing unusual to note, but we are understandably fascinated with this story. I remember hearing about the case because I was in my 20s. Went to the bars in the area, and my dad made it a cautionary tale. I still remember him cornering me in the kitchen to tell me about it. Side note, um, it was your podcast on the Icebox Murders. Thank you. There we go. Side po- oh, yeah, uh, Icebox Murders, which got me and my sister talking about Drew. She and I uh, lived in a rental house on the same block as that house, Driscoll Street, years ago. And so that got us talking about um, true crime close to us. She told me she once met a murderer and dug up some pics. Of him from her yearbook. So this is this Jonathan Drew guy. Here right. he is. Take a look. What do you think? Oh, wow. Normal. 90s haircut. <clears throat> yeah, I know. He looks a little creepy. Okay, so she mentioned that he was convicted of a murder, right? So I'm going to go ahead and get into that real quick. Let's do it. All right, so I got this from, um, it's a blog, uh, Unsolved Murder Texas blog. Oh, I thought that was microfiche. No. Unsolved Murder TX.blogspot.com. I miss microfiche. Yep. So uh, this and is microfiche montages. Movies. That was your nickname in college, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Microfiche. Yeah, microfiche montage. That's a good name for a punk band. That's right. All right. So this is the murder of Tina Flood. Okay. So this is this uh, Jonathan Drew guy. So this is what sent him to prison. All right. So Tina Flood, uh, twenty three, and her friend Justin Chapman attended birthday party at a bar in Seabrook, Texas. The bar closed, and the party ended around two a.m. Sunday on November twenty ninth, nineteen ninety eight. Brower used to live in Seabrook. I owned a home down there briefly. Jonathan David Drew, 25, had been at the bar and was introduced to Tina at the party. He bought her drinks, and several people stated that they saw the two of them kissing. Several people decided to go to a nearby Holiday Inn hotel because Tina was too intoxicated to drive. She and Justin rode all the way to the hotel with other people. Her car was left in a parking lot next to the bar. She and Justin realized that when they attempted to check into their uh, hotel room, that Justin, who was a Holiday Inn employee, had left his employee discount card in Tina's car. Uh, Jonathan David Drew was sitting in his pickup truck in the hotel's parking lot and offered to take them back to Tina's car. Tina sat in the middle between Drew and Justin. Once they got back to Tina's car, Justin got out of the truck and held Tina's purse while she attempted to get out of the truck. As Tina was scooting across the seat towards the passenger side door of the truck, Drew drove away. So basically, you know, right. Her, right. Justin tried in vain to hold on to the truck door, but it quickly fell off. Tina screamed for Drew to stop. Justin immediately ran to the bar screaming for help. At 2.52 a.m., Seabrook police officer Mark Hatton was on patrol when he saw Justin uh, beating on the bar's door. Justin told the officer what had just happened. 
Cruise truck was described as a maroon full-size single-cab Chevy truck. The description of the truck was broadcasted to all other officers in the area. So at 3.49 a.m., Harris County Deputy uh, Constable Sean Kitchen spotted Drew's truck and stopped him for failure to maintain a signal lane of traffic. Drew asked him for his license, and when he leaned over to get it, the deputy noticed a bloody foot lying on the seat. Ugh. Deputy Kitchens asked uh, who it was, and Drew replied, oh, that's my friend Tina. Uh, she's knocked out over there. Like, wow. It's just like, like nothing's wrong. Oh, right. that was a dis- dismembered foot. No, no, no. But yeah. Okay, so Tina was uh, lying in a fetal position against the passenger door, naked except for her skirt, which was bunched around her waist. She had abrasions on her leg, um, butt, and arm. Deputy Kitchens called for backup. When Drew was removed from the truck, officers noticed scratches on his arm, neck, and blood around the collar of his shirt. Tina was taken to Clear Lake uh, Regional Medical Center, where a sexual assault exam was conducted. Tina reportedly told the nurse, please help me. Don't hurt me. She also said, please don't rape me. God, isn't that fucking terrible? That's terrible. Yeah. So she's still conscious. And so anyhow, so a cat, a, a cat scan showed um, a skull fracture, which had caused Tina's brain to swell and hemorrhage. Doctors tried surgery to relieve the pressure, but she died a day and a half later. Wow. So according to the medical examiner's report, Tina sustained at least two distinct fractures to her skull. This was the result of one or possibly two separate acts of blunt force trauma. A considerable amount of force was required to cause these fractures. Um, there was an abrasion on the back of her head and a bruise on the back of her brain immediately below the point of impact. On the opposite side of her head, there was a massive amount of bleeding, but no bruise on her skin. Her ear was also swollen, and there was a bruise behind her ear. The medical examiner believed the injury to be caused by separate impact than what caused her brain injury. So regarding the abrasions um, and the contusions, they were on Tina's shoulder, shoulder blade, elbow, lower back, buttocks, um, and these injuries were consistent with being dragged on a rough surface like concrete. He also described a wrinkling, crumpling of the skin on Tina's back, which suggested that something scraped across her back as she was stepped on. Um, There was bruising for soft tissue of uh, Tina's neck, um, consistent with... He ran her over. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, must have. Oh, God! Um, There was bruising um, in the soft tissue of Tina's neck, consistent with what is seen in manual strangulation. So he's trying to kill her. Right. Um, She also had bruising on her lower legs, ankles, um, upper right arm, uh, consistent with finger impressions. And there was abrasion on her knuckles and thumbs, suggesting defensive wounds. In addition, she, uh, the sexual assault exam, examination showed that she'd been raped uh, vaginally and anally. Oh, my God. Jonathan David Drew was found guilty of felony murder and sentenced to life in prison on October 13, 1999. How the fuck did he not get a death penalty? Yeah, yeah, hold on. So he's eligible for parole, and he's eligible for parole, Mr. Brower, on November 29, 2028. Mm-hmm. So searches of the home uh, shared with his parents turned up women's clothing, a souvenir baseball bat with an unknown stain, and a vial of human teeth. What? Yeah. Okay. Good God. All right, so the Drew home is located on Calder Road in League City. This is the same Calder Road that is home to the killing fields where four bodies of young women were found in the early 90s. Actually, I think it was a lot more than that. Drew is also linked to a disappearance of Jessica Lee Kane in August of 1997. But actually, that was, um, they, they, there's another guy who was actually convicted of her, of her murder. His name was Reese. But the, um, something Reese, I can't remember his name. But what's really weird is that in this area, you know, the whole killing fields, and I know Josh has been promising us a segment about the killing fields, like in depth, 
segments, but he just hasn't delivered yet. So I'll just go it's ahead. Been, and, it's been sad. I'll just go ahead and start it real quick. Um, but what's what's crazy? It seems like around this time in League City, this is south of Houston, by the way, that there are a few different serial killers who are operating, um, you know, hunting, stalking people, and killing them. I have a personal friend who was almost abducted um, from her house coming home from a bar one night. Um, and, and around this, like, you know, the, the late nineties, really? early two thousands. Yeah. And she never, you know, never found out exactly who it was or what it led to, but you know, these people, they were out fucking stalking victims. Okay. So <clears> on. So there is, there's a lot more to this story, which I'm about to go into Mr. Brower. It looks like you want to say something. He does. Well, I just, I ever tell, tell, ah, tell you guys a story about. I was a little kid. I was. Oh, we're going way better. Uh, yeah. No, I was probably ten years old, maybe eleven, and uh, we need to know. Exactly. Lived in an apartment complex with uh, my family at the time, and uh, not a great one. Uh, kind of off nineteen sixty, and uh, like forty five. We were playing football in between a couple of the buildings, and these two grown men see us playing, mm-hmm. and they jump out. When I say grown men, they were adult men. One guy was not much taller than us, short, and like really kind of. He looked like a uh, good running back for the game. Have you ever seen uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh, yeah. They have those two fumbling pirates that one's like real skinny, and the other one's bald and fat, and they're the kind of like, comic relief in, in, in that. And one guy's always losing his eye. Anyway, he looked, <laughs> he looked kind of like that kind of skinny, scraggly, kind of like a shaggy kid. Like, 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 not Scooby-Doo. like a singer shaggy. Okay. No, no, no. And uh, the other guy was like kind of a taller, almost looked like a wrestler guy. Yeah. Um, and he was kind of a bigger dude, and he had long blonde hair, and he wore those. Those, remember those workout pants that people used to wear in the early nineties? Oh, they kind of they flared out yeah. around the, the hips. And it was like it was and, yeah. and it, had, it was tight around your waist, and they kind of and flared the ankles out. were tight. Yeah, hammer pants almost. Yeah, basically. And for some reason, they they lined up. They wanted to play football with us, and they lined up like they were going to play with us. And took their shirts off. No, one guy, um, one guy like threw the ball at the other guy, and then like punched me in the face. And what? Like, yeah. And then knocked me down. Yeah, it was really weird. And we were like, oh, they're like, oh, no, we're just playing. Let's play. Let's keep playing. Like, this is really weird. And it was yeah. like probably five of us kids. And uh, and then the young, the, the shorter guy, the skinnier, shorter guy, standing in the field. And they were, obviously, they had been drinking. They were drunk, right? Um, starts to urinate right there. And I, I don't remember ever seeing a grown man, um, uh, a stranger ever um, uh, nude like that before. Yeah. And he just he, he throws a bottle of beer against the wall of this building. How many bottles of beer against the wall? <laughs> One. And he, anyway, so he ends up like uh, you're fucking terrible. I know he ends up knocking me down and then punches me again. And then the big guy, what really yeah, comes running after. Never me. Never heard the story, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then we everyone dispersed and ran. And I remember just like running and like doing that running and crying and shit. And these guys, were, I don't know what they were gonna do, but. Uh, Looking back, three guys ran one way, and then me and someone else ran another way, and just like we had to run from them. And like, it was probably one of the scariest moments of my life. Never knew that happened. Yeah, you never talked about that ever. Yeah, but thanks for talking about it on the podcast. I think I told my wife, but that's uh, fucking crazy. Yeah, it was it was a really weird scene. It was just uh, uh, I I don't know they were gonna. They looked like they were gonna try and hurt us. But anyway, never saw your other friends again. So hey, you know I'm what? I'm glad you. I'm glad you made it out of there, so you could continue a life of being angry at fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? And yeah, well, I had. So I had the when the 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 smaller guy came after me. I I remember after he punched me. I think I had punched him back just to try yeah. to get him off of me. And then he was drunk enough that it, it affected him. 
and it gave me a like a window of opportunity to run. Wow. But uh, yeah, in retrospect, I wish it would have killed him. But anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fucking terrible. I know. Heavy story. Yeah. I know. But uh, okay. I, I guess I never, never shared that with anybody. Let's talk after the cast. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. Um, so let's uh, so let's shift back. Okay. So, so like I said, you know, this is not the end of the story, right? So there's another incident. So in October of 1998, uh, uh, Drew attempted to... Uh, um, uh, Drew attempted to abduct a lady from League City um, from her apartment on the famous Calder Drive. Drew grabbed her wrist and attempted to pull her into the car, but she freed herself. Then he broke a glass bottle, seized her again, cutting her in the process. The woman was once again freed herself by kicking his knee and escaped from him. On November 22nd, 1997, um, another League City woman identified Drew along with an uh, still un- unidentified man had forced her way into her car. They kidnapped her, and as she sat in her car at a traffic light at Calder in Maine in League City, the men threatened to kill her. Drew and his accomplice took her to an unknown trailer where they sexually assaulted her for several hours. Mm. Okay, so now this is another incident that he got eventually convicted of and arrested for, right? Right. It turns out that the way that this woman was able to identify him was from the night when they brought Tina Flood into the hospital. Okay? okay? So this girl, who, who was abducted and sexually assaulted in the trailer, she was working as a nurse that night. Wow. Yeah, and she fucking saw him. Wow. And Brower's not listening. I can't believe that. Just say wow. Just say wow. Wow! So anyhow, I thought that was pretty fucking heavy. No, that's awesome. I had, well, not awesome, but I had not heard yeah. of that. Okay, so I got this from Web Sleuth. So Dominic Dunn, a weekend record driver, said he recalled pulling uh, Drew's truck out of the fields in the middle of the night, most recently in March, and this was a few years ago. Um, quote, he never gave a reason as to why he was out there or how he got stuck. He was always by himself, except for the last time when one of his friends was trying to pull him out um, when his friend's van got stuck too. I wound up pulling him out. Other than that, he was always by himself. It's kind of spooky being that close to somebody and knowing now, I mean, who knows what he was doing. He said uh, Drew usually seemed intoxicated and even tried to start a fight. Quote from Dunn, he said he had a really bad attitude. I'm trying to pull him out of the mud, and he's there standing there trying to fight me. What? Oh, my God. So, but the point, though, is the guy, it got, he was out there multiple times by himself. Right. He called the same fucking tow truck driver. I mean, what are you fucking doing out in the middle of nowhere at 3 a.m.? Yeah. You're, no fucking, you're fucking doing horrible shit. Right. So this guy, he is connected potentially to other murders. Um, he was potentially um, connected to the Jennifer Kane disappearance. Um, there was, an, like I said, there's another gentleman who was uh, charged and convicted of that murder. However, if you remember in the rape, right, there was he had an accomplice, so that accomplice was never identified, right? So it could be possible mm. these dudes were palling around and going out and fucking raping and killing women. God, yeah. So that's and, awful. And it's it's really weird because so this is all put together on Web Sleuth by. And if you look at the threads, I mean, it's just like years and years of this shit. People putting this stuff together. So A lot of your web sleuthers out there. That's right. So all this stuff could be potentially connected to the string of the Killing Field murders, and it's pretty intense. So What was the timeline of this? Ninety. These two incidents I'm reading about was 1998 and 1999. Because the Killing Fields, I think that was like 80s, right? Right. Well, so. yeah, so this Jonathan Drew guy, he was like seven or eight years old, and he was out there killing people. No, I'm just joking. No, but there's... Like I said, there's a lot of copycats in that. Well, no, that. no, it's just there's there's a whole host of like active serial killers, right? right? 
And if you talk about the golden age of serial killing, right, in the 70s and 80s, I mean, if you look at the Pacific Northwest or California at those times, mm-hmm. I mean, there was all sorts of active serial killers all in that same area. But it wasn't just one person, you know. So There's an article right now, speaking of serial killers, on, on, on CBS where they interviewed Ted Bundy's uh, longtime girlfriend. Yeah. It just came out this week. Mm-hmm. Interesting read. Really? Her take on the whole situation. Well, thank you. Yeah. She's like, well, you know what? He killed a couple of co-eds. Big whoop. He's a great guy. Mm. Yeah. Great Terrible. Cut. Great cut. All right. So that's all I got, guys. Well, no, it's pretty good. I mean, I, uh, I got to tell you. Thank you, for sending in. one of the better ones we've had in a long time since last time you did one. So yeah, <laughs> Josh, Josh is like I, frantically I, looking I, at you. I don't I, know. I, I just, don't know. Uh, I just Google the top 10 is. stories to talk about on the yeah. podcast. I don't know what the I don't know what the formula is, but you you've nailed it. I just want to tell you. Thank you. Whatever you're doing before Eloquent. not, keep, not keep, working. Keep, keep doing it. Not working, but keep Does he keep, oh, you keep me, me keep doing me. Yeah. Do you right. do classes? No. Or anything like that? I mean, yeah. I'd like to learn how yeah, you do it's it. called uh, so it's called it's called uh, going on the, on Google yeah, and and, uh, uh, and, and copy and paste and stuff and reading it and giving credit to the sources. James, it's That is what I'm doing. S L U E-T-H, well, I'm going home and throwing away the briefcase and filing cabinet. Mm. Going straight phone. <laughs> You're going straight phone. <laughs> That's right, because he comes in with like all these fucking papers and buying. I'm an attorney. I walk yeah. in with a pull cart. Yeah, right? with an attaché case. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Here Brower. we go, everybody. Brow, are you ready? Let's do it. Okay, bring the funny. All right, we will be right back quickly after this. Everybody back with the Brower section. Real quick one. Uh, yeah, very fast. <laughs> so I uh, got a couple of quick things to say. February 22nd, we're going to be at Bearded Fox for their anniversary party. Interesting. We're going to be broadcasting. Bro- broadcasting. We'll be recording a, uh, live there and be on the lookout. I think Jaimes is working on some sort of a uh, video feed for us. Tell us more about it, James. Yeah, go ahead. Video feed for what? <laughs> <laughs> so Jaimes has never been a Bearded Fox. Really? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's because he's a uh, kind of a weird uh, pretend s- snob. He only hangs out in like his weird little area. He's called home. I now. forgot he ditched us. Just block parties. Ap- block parties. That's right. right. On all those public appearances, he ditched us. That's right. That's he not true. He didn't ever show up to anything in the public. I have on one several. time. One time. Several. So, but anyway, uh, a couple of things. So that that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, what is it? February what? February twenty second, Saturday. I'm just looking at my calendar. Actually, I can think of three. I, I can think that. of three that I went to already. Which ones? Uh, Klaus. Okay. Made a great relationship with the manager there. Yeah. Um, the cookout <laughs> we did, the crawfish boil. Yes, that was down the street from where you live. Go Sp- ahead. Spindle tap. Okay. Um, there was another one. Oh, you came to Thistle. I remember that. Yeah. All right. We've done a lot of live appearances. I think I've missed two. And it was because I, I was like in the hospital or something. Oh, Eric Sandler, he, he remember he showed up and then he left. Oh, that's yeah, right. That was a story in itself. That was a great. Uh, that was a great interview. It was a good time. That story. Uh, that was awesome. So I was dealing with a stinker that day. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Fort Bend County Sheriff man uh, caught driving with approximately ten thousand tablets of illicit fentanyl. Illicit fentanyl in fifty nine. Fort Bend County uh, Narcotics Task Force arrested a man Sunday allegedly for uh, driving with approximately ten thousand tablets. Jose Alejandro Olivares, thirty seven from Nuevo Leon, Mexico, was stopped Killed during him. a during a traffic stop on fifty nine North in Kill um, Kendleton, Texas, by in 
uh, by an indeterminate team. Oh, wow, that's weird. During the investigation, an officer found 10 bundles containing approximately 10,000 tablets of fentanyl concealed in an aftermarket compartment of Oliveris' car, according to the Fort Bend County Sheriff's Office. You'd think that you'd start to slow down a little bit if right. you're driving with that much. You, you know, you only need like um, like a, a, a spec a, OD. a dusting of it to die. Yeah, which is crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's, got, it's, only, yeah. it's only with $100,000. Uh, he was booked in Fort Bend County Jail. Crazy. Wow. So, but anyway, that uh, that sounds like um, this guy's got a death wish, yeah. or or he's looking to kill some people. So, uh, speaking of driving around and wishing you wouldn't have been doing what you did, a uh, Houston rapper was arrested while driving around with more than a gallon of liquid codeine. <laughs> yeah, I saw this, yeah, or as the kids call it, lean, lean. Yeah, uh, Sydney <laughs> Wiley, who performs, so you under would say he had too much lean in his cup uh, mm-hmm. under the name Psycho Sid. So clever, stopped, you should write a song. That's right. Stop for a traffic violation. Uh, around 4.30 a.m. Thursday in the 1800 block of Barker Cypress. Oh, really? That's right. Uh, you're oh, old I, stomping Let me see that picture. Can I see that picture? There you go. Oh, wow. Looks just like him. Jeez. That's right. So, uh, deputies found 10 bottles of what is believed to be liquid codeine, also known as lean, along with a gun wow. and one and a half pounds of weed in the vehicle. <laughs> While he was arrested on an open felony warrant for possession of control. Okay, let's talk about something really quick. You know, they always say don't commit misdemeanors while you're committing felonies. Right. This guy is committing felonies while committing felonies. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, I understand. Okay, criminals are dumb. They make dumb mistakes. But this isn't a mistake. This is just, this guy just doesn't care. Doesn't I mean, care. you certainly know you have open felony warrant. I mean, you've got to know that. And you know you're driving with a ton of stuff. It's 4.30 in the morning. It, when, Nobody's on the street. It, well, that's the problem. So uh, why won't drug dealers, uh, t- if you really want to be a drug dealer, Take a businessman schedule. You'll never get pulled over. Um, you may Leave help your out. house at 7.50, you know, in the morning. <laughs> let, me, then, let me help out drug traffickers. <laughs> Here's what you do. Use FedEx? No. That you get a modern-day F-250 that's, you know, newer, and you get an RV, and you put all your drugs in the RV and just tow a camper across the nation because you look like you're just going camping. You yeah. don't bring, like, an 18-wheeler of weed or have, like, a lowrider. Or a car that's going to be, a, just, yeah. or a minivan that's like older and beat up and like you can tell they've shoved it in the inner walls of the doors. Just bring a camper like you're going camping. It wasn't that a movie like Meet no, the Johnsons it's or just something. common sense to me. Yeah, it was. What, Jason Bateman and Who are Jennifer they? Aniston. You, th- they? you think about the least likely people in the nation that would be drug traffickers and you look like them is what you do. I would say probably white grandparents. That's probably like your best drug You pay two white retirees to drive the RV. Isn't that what the mule's about? That Clint Eastwood movie? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. So, anyway, uh, though this isn't Houston related, the other two were. This is interesting. Uh, up in Lebanon, Tennessee, Wilson County Sheriff, this guy's a personal hero of mine, by the way. Uh, Sheriff Roberts said it was one of the craziest things he's ever seen. A man lit up a marijuana joint while in court. Marijuana joint? That's right. The man, Spencer Allen Boston, was facing a marijuana possession charge. Uh, Sheriff uh, Ryan says Boston approached the bench to discuss his sentence. And that's when he pulled the joint out from his pocket and lit it up in front of the judge. Court officers, court officers then led Boston out of the court as he made statements about his desire to see marijuana legalized in Tennessee. Boston was booked on a second charge of simple, simple possession and received 10 days for contempt of court. This man's going to serve 10 days in jail for smoking a joint. You can yeah, do that though, when, you're, when your name is, your all three of your names what? are like Now cities. he's like internationally notorious. Yeah. It was worth it. Yeah, now know. he starts a band if he's yeah. smart. A rap band. So, a couple of things, man. I want you guys to know. Uh, you know, tomorrow's Super Bowl Sunday. 
Yeah, yeah. today is a Saturday morning as we record this, so hopefully that would this be the how the math works. Hopefully, um, you know our wayward uh, tech guy over here can uh, get this out so people can possibly hear this on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm, uh, but that's anyway, not really the plan though. There yeah. aren't many things uh, much more it's American than Super Bowl. Plan. Football friends and food. What about food deals? You guys want to hear about some food deals going on okay, right now? Yeah, of course. Here we go. Applebee's get forty <laughs> boneless wings for free when you place an order for forty dollars or more for delivery on February second. Code really? Hmm. That's right. I would never think to call them on Super Bowl Sunday. I don't think anybody that's like would. calling Luby's on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. I need a bunch of Luan plates. Yeah. Buddies. If the Super Bowl goes into overtime, Americans America gets free wings. The offer is valid at participating U.S. Free wings. How many? That's right. Uh, uh, extra 10 wings. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm. Can you believe that? Pizza Hut. Family who gives birth to the first set of twins after kickoff could win two years of free pizza. T- free, uh, tickets to next year's Super Bowl and $22,000 for the siblings' education. Wow. Uh, parents have to... I wish I had known about that nine months ago. Newborns. Yeah. That's right. Who would have yeah. thought, huh? Little Caesars. If the pizza chain Super Bowl ad gets first place in USA Today's Ad meter contest, and everyone will get a free five dollar hot and ready lunch combo between eleven thirty and one local time on February seventeenth. Holy shit! Wow, <laughs> very small window. <laughs> That's right. Let's see. Uh, five dollars hot and ready. Pizza. BJ's restaurant ten dollars off when you spend forty. Hmm. Burger King get the free family bundle for twelve ninety nine. That's the one I'm going after. <laughs> That's right. Chili's happy hour menu three dollar domestic draft. They're still $5. open. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Let's see. CC's Pizza, oh, your god. favorite place, James. Oh my god. Uh, Welcome to CC's. That's right. Get three large one-topping pizzas for carryout for $15. You ever go there at lunch and eat buffet and you look around and you're like, these people so all want to die. So they hate everything about life. I took my kids to the CC's for the first time the other day ever in their lives. But they loved it. Yeah, they, they did. Um, and uh, unfortunately, there was this really, really, really like almost like a storybook character type of older gentleman um, for a manager there. He was like walking around giving out tokens for the the game. Like Mister Rogers or something? No, no, no. Uh, it, it looked like uh, it looked like the Saturday Night Live version of Mister Rogers. <laughs> um, well, Mister Robinson actually. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, really, really sweet, nice old older guy. And uh, but uh, he gave my kids like free tokens to go play the games, and they were like, "Oh, awesome!" Most of the games were all broken. And then, like, like, one was turned around. This backwards. is the next time it's you like, come, this, and we can afford to fix them. Yeah, this yeah. sucks, dude. I hey, mean, pro tip at CC's: don't eat the spaghetti; eat only pizza. Hey, pro tip: don't fucking go to CC's. Hey, you know what? Really, did uh, their dessert pizzas? Really, Yum City. Oh my God, Der Wiener Schnitzel. Oh, we did twenty-five mini corn dogs for five dollars. Oh, that's like a dream come true for you. That sounds like a lot of hugging a toilet later. That's right. Well, uh, I got some more depressing news, but we're going to go and wrap that up. Yeah, let's go and read on again. About oh, wow. where we need to be. So, okay, all right, all right, everybody. That was been a, that's been all a right. cast. So, Can, don't forget February twenty second. We're going to be live from Bearded Fox. Why are you yelling? And I will because work I'm on a GoDaddy. Excitingly, I'll get on GoDaddy to fix that email situation. Good. Good no, no, no. We're just going to use the Gmail account. Uh, be on the uh, be on the lookout for, for the fucking emails because God knows how many people wrote emails and like we weren't even getting them. James, they'll, they'll you've left there. millions of dollars on the table for us, no doubt. Good going. So, All right, go ahead and cue the music. Don't forget, Brower's new project, soon to be announced, everybody. Coming out. Coming soon. New coming from Brower. You. You're going to take away our one listener? Is that what you're doing? No, I'm going to split it in half. You can take the five and a half. See you next time.